1: It does come out in one piece. It comes out in one piece. I would argue that we certainly are
0: not all created equal. And now, here's Mark.
2: It was a historic day. That's right. It was a historic day this week when the Ohio Heartbeat Bill passed the Ohio General Assembly after nine long years of battle. You're listening to your radio activist, Mark Harrington, here on the Mark Harrington Show. That's right, we got big news coming out of Ohio. That is the Ohio heartbeat bill has passed the Ohio General Assembly and is, as I speak, hopefully, the bill is being signed by the governor here in the state of Ohio. So welcome to the Mark Harrington Show. You can find out more about us by going to markharrington.org, That's markharrington.org. You can find us on the web. You can also check us out on our social media sites. And we come over to these radio stations on Salem Radio and several markets across America. So hopefully keep tuning in to us. We're bringing you the news of the day from the pro-life issue. And this is big news because this is sending ripple effects all across America. So what I want to do to start out the program, I want to bring you a little bit of sound and video for those on social media from yesterday's hearing at the Ohio House. Here are the protesters that were screaming and yelling for almost two and a half hours outside the chamber. Not the church, not the state. Women will decide their fate. Now think about that for a second. I sat through hours of testimony on this bill. And, you know, the only ones that brought up religion were the abortion folks, the abortion uh, supporters. They're the ones that introduced religion into this. They brought ministers in from the United Church of Christ. They brought Methodist ministers in, uh, you know, uh, you know all kinds of mainline Protestant ministers in they brought in Catholics for choice they brought in some Jewish denominations and so forth and so on they were the ones interjecting their religion into uh, into politics not not us we even though I, I don't see anything actually wrong with that of course uh, it's a public forum and then and, and obviously, Christianity and religion has a place in the public forum. In fact, it should animate our politics. But anyway, that was the protesters. Those were the protesters there at the Ohio heartbeat bill, right there at the Ohio State House this week. And the bill passed from the Ohio Senate. Uh, First of all, it passed in the Ohio House, 56 to 39, 56 to 39, and then went directly over to the Ohio Senate where it passed 18 to 13. Now, 56-39, to that's pretty lopsided. If that were a football game, uh, you would have turned the TV off, right? Uh, But it was a battle all the way to the very moment of passage. We had to fight for every little bit of this bill to keep it as strong as possible. There were attempts to try to gut the bill, to try to weaken the bill. And the bill, we got through the best we could. That It has the strongest uh, uh, language in it that we thought we could get. And the biggest uh, part of that is that, and I don't want to get in the weeds here per se, but the difference is it allows the Ohio Department of Health to determine the type of ultrasound that will be used to detect a heartbeat using what they call standard medical practice. Uh, The two types of heartbeat uh, ultrasounds that can be uh, used, detected, that is a transvaginal ultrasound and an abdominal ultrasound. transabdominal ultrasound and we were fighting hard to not get the transabdominal ultrasound into the legislation because that means that a lot of the earlier term babies six eight nine weeks probably could go undetected using an external ultrasound or a transabdominal ultrasound so we fought to keep at least the standard medical practice language in there which would uh, allow the hard department of health to write the rules and the standard medical practice for uh, detecting a heartbeat on, a, on an unborn baby is transvaginal. So, I mean, it may not sound like a lot, but it's a big deal because you're talking about thousands and thousands of babies that could be slaughtered as a result of the bill being changed to include only an external ultrasound. You know, I'm not an expert at this stuff, but clearly there was an attempt to make this not a 689 week abortion ban but a 12 13 14 week abortion ban and that's the difference and if you know anything about abortion you know the first trimester that's the majority of abortions so we wanted the bill to pertain to as many babies as possible and that's what we hope we did with this uh, with this bill so it passed the Ohio House 5639 and it cleared the Ohio Senate 18 to 13 and now goes to the governor for signature, which I have word that is happening maybe even today. And uh, as I speak to you, I'm speaking to you on Thursday afternoon here, April 11th. So uh, by the time this gets broadcasted on the weekend, uh, hopefully this thing will be in law in Ohio. What else does this, this bill do? It grants no exceptions for rape and incest. That's important. We don't discriminate uh, against babies on how they were conceived, whether it was through an act of love or an act of violence, doesn't matter. Uh, the baby's a baby and deserves the rights of personhood, uh, Ash. Uh, and then, um, and this is like the third time just in the last three years, this bill had been proposed and folks, I'll tell you this nine years, yours truly, you're a radio activist has been fighting to get this thing passed at the Ohio state house, along with many others, including my good friend, Janet Porter, faith to action, Lori Byers, others. And, uh, then the, the representatives can Candace Keller. And Representative or Senator Rogner took the lead this time to get it done. And uh, this is a a picture or a uh, a study or or whatever you want to call it in perseverance. Perseverance. When we introduced this bill back in 2011, there were a handful of us. Then we reached a crescendo where we filled the atrium with about 900 people. We had folks from all over the country testify and come and speak. And that was the, 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 the high point as far as the involvement and popularity of the bill. And then it waned for a while. And then just yesterday, it was just a handful of, so again, the same ones that introduced it nine years ago, the same ones there to when, the, when, the, when the bill was passed. And it was a sweet moment. And it's a testimony to those who, who just persevere and keep their hand to the plow, keep fighting, keep working, and don't give up. And so I want to say kudos to my good friend Janet Porter, who really was the main person who got this done. And now we've seen this pass in three states and been signed into law. It's passed the legislature in uh, in seven other states, now eight. And as far as I understand, it's uh, 21 states have at least taken the bill up for uh, consideration. So this is big news coming out of Ohio. The Ohio heartbeat bill is passed into law and is going to be signed by our governor, Mike DeWine. So this is big, big news. And and what's the intent of the heartbeat bill? Here's the the main intent, obviously, to save babies. But secondarily, to basically say to Roe versus Wade, we do not recognize you as the law of the land. And we are going to frontally attack you, or attack the the ruling of Roe versus Wade with bills like the heartbeat bill, which we understand uh, it will be found, quote unquote, unconstitutional, meaning that it runs afoul of Roe v. Wade. Well, as I've said before, I'll say again, it's Roe v. Wade that's unconstitutional, not the heartbeat bill. That That's not unconstitutional. It's Roe v. Wade that's unconstitutional. And so we need to be attacking Roe v. Wade with as many bills as possible in order to force the justices on the U.S. Supreme Court to review Roe v. Wade and hopefully overturn it and then return the, law, the the decision of abortion to the state legislatures. That's the point. Uh, that's one way of going about it, obviously, is to continue to challenge Roe v. Wade's constitutionality with bills like the heartbeat bill. And if you do that, then you're in hopes that eventually there'll be enough justices on the Supreme Court that agree that Roe v. Wade is unconstitutional, and they will reverse that decision, send it back to the states, and then st- then bills like the heartbeat bill would be law. The second strategy, which is one that I've been considering more and more, is that you just simply defy Roe v. Wade and the state government enforces the law irrespective of the federal government's uh, ruling on Roe v. Wade of the Supreme Court. And that's something we also have to be considering uh, here now in the future. So we're not going to miss a beat. The Ohio heartbeat bill has passed. It's going to be signed into law, hopefully by the end of the day, today, and then we'll see what happens. But we will fight it all the way to the Supreme Court, and hopefully Supreme Court will rule it constitutional. If they don't, then we will fight it all the way to overturning Roe versus Wade. But we're not going to miss a beat. In fact, just yesterday we were talking about the next steps, and we already have on deck the next step, which is total ban on abortion in Ohio, the Ohio Life, the Life of Conception Act, which will be hopefully introduced very soon in the state legislature. It's probably the last thing these people want to see right now after what they've been through over the last eight years, but too bad. you know. We're not going to stop. We're not going to give up. We're going to keep fighting for pre-born babies until all of them are protected in law. That's the point. So we'll be looking uh, at folks, just stay tuned for for the introduction of the Life of Conception Act. We'll be hopefully introducing that very, very soon. So along with this uh, passage of the heartbeat bill, we had all this debate. I think there were 85 hours of debate in the Ohio House and the hearing and the health committee, 85 hours. Yours truly, your radio activist, Mark Harrington sat through many of those. Uh, I'm, honestly, you know, from our side, we had some excellent Expert testimony on our side, and then from their side, most of it was very nauseating for me. But uh, it took it took a long, long time to get through all of those uh, all those testimonies. 85 hours, five hearings, and the bill passed the committee 11 to seven earlier this week, and then went to the House. And of course, now we know it is going to be put into law. But along with some of these testimonies, there's some serious uh, serious crazy stuff going on here. And it's more than crazy, it's diabolical, it's evil. You listen to the other side and how they talk about killing unborn babies. And one of those is this last minute amendment that was attempted to be introduced and put into the bill from Representative Janine Boyd. Uh, an amendment, get this, and you have it up on the screen now here, Mr. Producer, an amendment to exclude or exempt African-American women from the prohibition of abortion. Now, think about that. So Representative Boyd, who's the ranking member on the House Health Committee, introduced this amendment in the Health Committee. And then, by the way, it was introduced yesterday as an amendment as well on the House floor. And what it does is it excludes African-American women from the heartbeat bill, from the ban of the heartbeat bill. In other words, if you're a a white woman or you're a Hispanic woman or or whatever other ethnicity, your babies will be protected. But if you're an African-American woman, those babies are not protected. And if you look at the, uh, the resolution, you might think, well, you've got to be making this up. No, th- this amendment says it right there. Section 2919.1911, this is the amendment. African-American women shall be exempt from the requirements in section such and so. So it's for real, folks. And we, we couldn't believe our ears when, we were, when, when, when it was being introduced. And so what I want to do, just to make sure you understand that I'm not making this up, that this really happened, I'm going to play a little bit of sound and video here for those of us uh, on social media and those via our radio audience. A Little bit of sound, this is Representative Janine Boyd, ranking member of the House Health Committee, introducing her amendment to the Ohio Heartbeat Bill. Go ahead.
1: Which would provide an exception for African-American women. And I'll just explain that a bit. Uh, The United States is about 242 years old. We're not the youngest, but we are by far not the oldest. Um, There are many countries much older than we are, uh, still trying to find ourselves almost like teenagers. And when I think about how young we are, I think about and I consider our history, both the beautiful sides and the very ugly sides specifically slavery. I consider the slave trade and how black slaves were once treated like cattle and put out to stud in order to create generations of more slaves. I consider how many masters raped their slaves. I consider how many masters forced their slaves to have abortions, and I consider how many pregnant slaves self-induced abortion so that they would not contribute children they had to this slave system that was the foundational economic system of our country, our younger country. And so I submit to you respectfully that our country is not far enough beyond our history to legislate as if it is. And so I ask you with all of your values to consider that and vote yes to this amendment.
2: Thank you, Representative uh, Representative Boyd has moved to amend 0291. Uh, I strongly object to the amendment. I believe the and I believe all, the majority of this committee believes the law should be applied equally to all citizens of the state, regardless of race. I encourage a no vote. Would the clerk please call the roll? Well, there you go. I mean, you see it for yourselves, folk. I'm, I'm not making this up. I'm not making it up. Representative Boyd introduces a, a, an amendment to the Ohio heartbeat bill that would exclude African-American women from the abortion ban. In other words, targeting African-American babies only. In other words, they're the only ones that would be allowed to be killed uh, if this amendment were to be inserted into the bill. Thankfully, the bill was tabled and it was uh, voted down 11 to seven. And uh, it's just, if if you think about the reasoning of Representative Boyd here, she basically says, this is like slavery, that the Ohio abortion ban is like slavery and the slave trade, because it's going to force African-American women to have children. And she wants an exemption. She wants to amend the bill to exclude African-American women, because she says Uh, that as it it probably was, and we know it was at some level, way back when, when uh, when slaves were forced to have children in order to uh, continue the slave trade, right? To have children to raise up to be slaves themselves. Well, she's equating slavery, right? To abortion. It's unbelievable. I I can't believe it. You know, we understand that um, Planned Parenthood and their history, is racist. We understand that. Margaret Sanger called African-Americans human weeds, right? We understand that. That uh, she targeted them. Uh, She called them human weeds. And Planned Parenthood facilities often locate in minority communities. We get that. And African-Americans, even today, make up 13% of the U.S. population, but account for well over 30% of all abortions. So they're disproportionately targeted now by the abortion cartel. So it's already genocide in that African-Americans are already being targeted by abortion. This woman, Representative Boyd, overtly, she wanted to introduce it into statute that African-American women and the the African-American women be exempt Ie and then the uh, of the babies would be targeted for abortion. African American babies would be targeted for abortion. This is outrageous, folks. It's unbelievable that that this this was introduced and it was it was reintroduced on the House floor yesterday. So they doubled down on it. This should be a national outrage. National outrage. Uh, could could you imagine on the other side? If there was a, say, a, 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 a Caucasian representative, a conservative Caucasian or Republican representative introducing this amendment, everybody would go into orbit as this being racist. But somehow, if, if it's introduced by an African American representative, it's seen as compassionate to African American women. But they're killing off their own kind, their own race, folks, by targeting them for abortion. This isn't compassion. This isn't helping African-American women at all. So uh, again, playing the race card here basically and saying that America has a long way to go and because of that, we can't disadvantage African-American women from procuring an abortion because we don't wanna populate America with more African-Americans or something like that because they're being mistreated uh, at the levels like they were during the slave trade or slavery in America. I, I don't know, man. It's just kind of unbelievable. We were all shaking our heads. Couldn't believe what we heard, but it's true. It happened. And there should be a national outrage. And I hope there is actually over this. So, but thank God the, 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 the uh, the measure got, or the amendment got voted down and the heartbeat bill got voted into law. So, we again uh, are reporting that the Ohio heartbeat bill has passed the Ohio General Assembly and Governor Mike DeWine is poised to sign it. So this is good news. And like I say, this is this is now uh, going on all across America with these bills being introduced, passing legislatures and now being signed in to law. So it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And it shows that there is a sea change happening. Folks, if you didn't think the heartbeat bill is effective, all you needed to do is come to the Ohio General Assembly yesterday, Ohio State House, and watch the reactions of pro-abortion pr- protesters. <laughs> That's all you needed to do. That's all you needed to do. If this bill is no good, if this bill is never going to save a life, if this bill's garbage, like I've heard from a lot of people on, on our side here on the pro-life side, if this bill is not worth passing and it's a compromise and it goes against God's law and all this stuff that we hear, then why is the other side so angry? Why? Now, some would say, well, they're just playing to their base. You know, they're just ginning up their base. Well, maybe to a degree. Or maybe they're, they're doing this all for fundraising. Well, possibly there may be some of that. No, that's not the main reason, if at all. The reason is it's threat. It's a threat. They know it's a real threat. And they know that the possibilities of overturning Roe v. Wade increase every time a heartbeat bill is passed. And they are in hysterics over this all across America. So, the best evidence that this thing is going to have an effect, or at least as a, a, a step in the right direction, a quantum leap, I would say, in taking ground from the enemy is the reactions of those on the other side of the issue. Uh, they showed up in force yesterday believe me and they were organized they were ready uh they're animated they're fighting back and i just want to ask are you are you fighting are you on the street are you speaking out are you making your voice heard uh in your areas of influence in your networks and your friend in, in your with your colleagues and with your folks you go to church everywhere you go do you do you speak up for the pre-born i hope so if you want to find out more about how to get involved, go to the Mark, go to markarrington.org, or go to createdequal.org and find out more uh, how you can get in the game on on abortion, folks. We've got a window of time here, next two years before the election, and then hopefully the re-election of Donald Trump will give us an opportunity to really make an impact for preborn babies all across America, and so we got to be hitting on all cylinders, folks. Uh, and so we can help you do that by giving you the resources you need to go out and make a difference in the public square. So go to MarkHarrington.org to find out about our radio show or go to CreatedEqual.org to find out more about the ministry that I head up. And uh, in order to uh, kind of give you an idea what what we're up to, we got uh, next week we'll be in the state of Michigan. For my listeners in the state of Michigan... Uh, We'll be going to several campuses in that state, Grand Valley State University. Uh, We'll be going to Western Michigan University. We'll be going to Eastern Michigan University. And we'll be going to Michigan State University next week with our uh, displays using abortion victim photography and video. So if you're listening within the sound of my voice, you know, young people on those campuses, send them our way. Uh, you can go to our website and contact us or, or just, uh, uh, come out onto the campus. Those days you'll see us on the campus, reaching out to, uh, college students all across the state of Michigan. And then beyond that, then the week after we'll be in the state of Wisconsin. I'll be talking more about that next week. So if you have folks in the Madison, uh, area, we'll be there as well. So folks we're on the move. Uh, The pro-life mission, pro-life message is making impact all across America. and We got good news coming to you from the state house here in Columbus where the Ohio House and Senate both passed the Ohio heartbeat bill and has been sent to the governor for signature. And so it's a big deal here in Ohio after nine long years of fighting it. We're finally seeing a victory and it's a it's a big relief for many of us Been a long, hard fight. And we're just begun. We just begun because we're going to go right back at it with the Life a Conception Act as soon as possible. You've been listening to your radio activists here on the Mark Harrington Show. Go to MarkHarrington.org to find out more. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God.
0: You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil evil plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808, 614-269-7808, or go online to createdequal.net, createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.